Welcome to the UP Tech Talk podcast, coming to you from the new Academic Multimedia Studio on the University of Portland campus, produced by Academic Technology Services, with your hosts, Maria Erb and Sam Williams. Welcome to the launch of Season 2 of the UP Tech Talk podcast. Today we have with us Gwen Clovis with the Pamplin School of Business. Um, thank you, Gwen, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Gwen, we are so glad to have you on the show today. And the reason we invited you is because we're so intrigued by the title of your ATR project this year, which yeah. Sam is going to read for right. us. <laughs> <laughs> and so your um, Academic Technology Roundtable Project, because you're a 2015-16 um, fellow, the title you have is Helping Students Develop Their Professional Identity in a Professional um, Social Networking Platform and Assisting Students in Answering the University Core Question, Who Am I? Through the Use of Video. So I think we're going to mostly focus on that last part of your project um, for this podcast, which is answering the university core question, who am I through the use of video? Mm -hmm. So you want to give us a little bit of background on how you got to this place with the project? Well, as we started the professional development, we wanted it to be a holistic um, way of approaching professional development. So we have two components. We have the self-assessment process that happens the freshman and sophomore year. Of course, it continues into your junior and senior year, but we really focus on that the freshman and sophomore year. And then um, the junior year, it just seemed it kind of became a natural process where the students were doing all these self-assessments in their P4 classes. And then we were like, okay, how do we really answer the core question, who am I? And at that time, you guys were starting the videos, and, and iMovie was, you know, we had the lab and everything, and I was like, okay, this is a way. And then we were also discovering that through research that, particularly at Kaltura, they would say, you know, that that's the best form of feedback. So the students, we work with them directly the first two years in developing a draft brand, and then um, they work with it throughout the summer between their sophomore and junior year and then they come back and videotape it. And what I'm looking at those videotapes right now for the juniors, and it's really interesting to see um, who looks really nervous and like <laughs> who really seems self-assured and that kind of thing. And I think when a student looks at themselves in video, if they are uncomfortable, then maybe they really are struggling with that question still, you know? And they're, they're students, right? So that's okay. So let's just kind of look at it again and, you know, how do you really fit professionally from your personal statement? So that was kind of the goal. And I think I think we were achieving it. I really do. I feel like this is a, an outcome that we can actually show as a university um, of, of that core question. Because how do, you, how do you answer that? It's very tough, right? Yeah. How do you work with the students so that they can answer that question? So it was a process I kind of thought about for a long time and just didn't have the opportunity to do until two years ago. And because I had worked with students as a counselor for a long time and um, also being a parent, I think, you know, there, all those things kind of came together. And also I was a student, too. So I really had a threefold um, perspective on academia. You know, I was I was um, and I w when I would be in these counseling sessions, a lot of things would occur. And so I kind of brought them together in a process. So I meet with each sophomore student. And we go over their own assessment. We go over their strengths, which I think is the most important. And I become their secretary. I just become their listener. I also go over their reflections of their job shadows, their service. And you'll find like common threads that come through in their, in their language that they don't even notice themselves. And so I'm like copying and pasting into a Word document 
And at the same time, they're reading through their strengths, and they're only telling me what they do buy into, not what they don't buy into. And then it's been interesting because every time it happens where there's just a quick draft brand statement just by what they had said over a period of time. And they all leave with a smile. I had one student in today who's a senior, and he didn't go through this process, and he was looking for a summary for his LinkedIn. And I go, well, let's, let's do this process I do with the sophomores, and let's see how this works. And he was so excited when he left because he said, oh, my gosh, how'd you do that? And I'm like, I didn't. You did. You just needed someone to listen to you. Well, and you're so dedicated to the students. I'll, I say that now. Like You've been so passionate about this program from the beginning and a, an amazing partner with Academic Technology Services. And it's been a – I mean, I know Maria's watched many of the videos, and um, and you host them in our media space instance so that way our students have a professional environment to even host their video in. Um, and do you have um, – what kind of feedback have you received from the outside world? Um, we've had a few mixed. Um, I think it depends on – the field, um, the creative field, obviously is excited about them. It's like that's something that they're doing every day. I think for some of the maybe the accountants, it's like, why do I need this? Yeah. And it's not really, a tr- it's not in their, you know, it's not in their field to be thinking about that. Um, however, I, that's it's not the only purpose for it. The yes. purpose is more about answering the core question and going through that process developing your own digital assets it's going to become very critical into the workplace getting kids comfortable with it right because they even though they're comfortable with technology they're not always comfortable with all the tools and we have such great tools here why not utilize them you know well and speaking about the tools I mean you work with um, not only our department with academic technology services but you have great relationships as well with the library Um, can you talk a little bit about the work that you're doing with the library well Jose has been um, just awesome in, in, in helping set up we have actually developed a protocol that any student at the university can actually use it was actually one of our students I always find power in in students because if something's not working well they'll tell you and then they'll go make it better and that's what <laughs> happened in this case one of our students said hey Gwen I was really struggling with your instructions how about why don't you look at this so then I took it over to Jose and he looked it over and we kind of fine-tuned it together and that's up on our uh, Metacourse now for all the sophomores to see and, and like Jose and I've talked about it, go ahead and share it with anybody that wants to utilize it so um, it's, it's been really good because we have that protocol we have Jose is over there helping our students if they need help a lot of students, some students are, they're doing it together, what I've noticed, you know, they're getting together on a Saturday and, and so forth. So they're not always looking for assistance, but if they need it, Jose's there. Yeah, that's really a, a, a key point to how these projects become so successful is they've got support all around them from the library, from where you get equipment, from faculty support and academic technology, of course. That's what I've always tried to do with the P4 from the very beginning was to try to break the silos down and utilize resources we do have, you know, whether it's alumni or career services, utilize them because that's why we're here, you know. And I guess that's the power of a required program, you know. They have to do it, and they don't always like the have to, but what we're finding is when they become after their internship experience and the simple things that they're doing, we get a better attitude from them, you know, like, okay, now I get it. And especially when they get into the workplace and a lot of those alums are coming back and helping me with mock interviews and, and so forth. So to try to break those walls down a little bit and utilize the services that are, we do have. Well, and earlier you talked a little bit about the um, digital assets. And I know a couple, I don't even know how long ago it is now, we talked we had a meeting in which we talked about the creation of quality digital assets. 
Um, so within their portfolios, they're also creating screen capture. I remember one student creating a screen capture of them using um, Photoshop. Yes. Um, was uh -huh. one that you've shown several times. And so do you find that the students are able to accomplish those pretty easily? Or what's the... The screenshot hasn't... That's an optional okay. uh, thing. We don't require it just because we found that we were trying to do too much. Okay. So we made it optional. However, I just watched a brand yesterday where a student did their video brand with the digital with the screenshot and okay. I thought instead of using video she, they, she did a screenshot of how she manipulates um, I, th I think it was Photoshop actually okay I was like creative you know she showed her creative side and I think that that would be really attractive both now she knows more about herself but also in the outside world Brand video question or is this, is this it's really the second year the second, year. second full year yes I can it's really been fun though because the quality of the videos have just gotten better and better you know what, why do you think that is um culture like um when there's expectations in a school um it takes a while for those expectations for the students to rise up and meet them and we all know that in life right Definitely. and um so I think last year was the first real year like we had tried it getting people on board and, and, and so forth several years before that but it just took time and I think this year the culture what I'm hearing now that, that was really fun like that I'm excited about my video you know so I think with our my project this year is I'd like to see not everybody should be putting it on their LinkedIn but it's a way so like for our speed networking which is not required for our students um, I will require for that project um, just because it's a way for the um, people that will be participating to see the students in, you know, video and, and how they produce those and who they are. Because a lot of companies and, and, stuff and, and our students are looking for that right fit vocation. They're looking for, you know, the company that their values are aligned with theirs and that type of thing. And so those are the things that we talk about in the program. So that's what, you know, we're trying to accomplish with the video. Well, and I mean, students are encouraged, and I know myself and others are have been encouraged in the past to create these networks on LinkedIn. And so, you know, we're already building a network. So why not leverage a network that we're already building and, and put that information out there, especially with some of the newer features in LinkedIn, the blogging right. features and stuff, um, just getting those those wonderful digital assets out to a community that might mm -hmm. see a student and be inspired to follow up with them. Right, right. When we, when we all know that resumes are not really looked at very long, and I just kind of wonder with technology, how. I mean, I think there'll always be use for a resume, but we know that the value of them, they, they, they need to be good, but we know the value of them is lessening because people just don't have time to read, but they'll, but they'll click on a video, you know, because they're tired of reading, right? They're, they're busy people, and um, but they they want to get to know that person. A quick thirty second video is a lot more. Um, it's better to be able to open quickly and you know. Well, I think that that's the important part of this is you're having them synthesize things down to thirty seconds. You know, yeah. so it's it's a they're really having to get to their core, um, in order to. I don't want to say sell themselves, but you know, really they have to put out that information in a very short amount of time. So they have to really think hard. It's a challenge, and, I, and I, I think the important point moving forward, you know, is that anybody that would be in my position um, in the future would, you know, be a good listener to the students, and, and I would be happy to share that technique, you know, just to be a good listener, because I think the students know it, they just don't know how to express it. 
Yeah, I mean, the process that you described is certainly a really intricate and intimate one, you know, and really mm -hmm. takes a facilitator like yourself to, to pull that off. And what a valuable process it is mm -hmm. for right. them to go through. Well, I think we've, we've done enough of them now. I've done over 500. So I think we've done enough <laughs> of them. That, In your spare time. Well, <laughs> which I enjoy. I enjoy that, that process mm -hmm. a lot because, like you say, you get to know the students mm -hmm. in a different level, you know. Great. So where do you see this project moving forward? I mean, I mean, is there anything that you're really wanting to work on? Is there, um, like, what are some other work that you're doing around this idea? Well, I have some ideas. I don't know that, you know. You don't want I've, to share I've, all I've, of them I've, No, I've just worked with <laughs> Dean Anderson way too long, and he's such a visionist <laughs> that he keeps our brains all going all the time, and um, which is actually a really fun environment to be in. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, I would love in the future to be able to um, go back to some of these alumni, particularly like maybe, you know, three or four years from now, um, classes of 13 or 14 and 15 particularly, because those first two classes was really rough to, and we weren't really, I mean, it's like starting a business, right? It takes time. Mm -hmm. And just kind of figure out, see if, if they've used some of these tools in helping in where they're at at this point in the game. And, you know, are they in a vocation that they really feel that is, aligning with their own values and are they in that right fit place so I would love to see that happen I have some ideas on how to do it but yeah, not quite there I was, yet I was gonna say it sounds like a project in the it making is, it is well we'll just keep on moving forward and I, I I'm feeling good where we're at now um I think the culture is, is has changed enough now that it's a lot more positive coming out of uh, of this whole process so and we can be on the, the lookout for future research and writing. Yeah. I'm just throwing this out there because I know we've talked about this a little bit, but um, I don't know if there's anything you can share with us. Yeah, on. so an editor has my paper right now. Um, I actually um, wrote a paper over, the, it's been in the works for a while of the process and, and, out, and now the outcomes and results. And it's actually in the hands of a finance um, uh, journal. And of course, everybody tells me in, on the fourth floor in, in France Hall that it takes a while. So I don't mm -hmm. know. I've never done this before. Um, I'm a little bit excited about it because he even took my paper, um, yeah. and he seemed excited about the process because in AACSB accredited schools, everybody's looking for outcomes and results. Right. And being a theology major in my undergrad and an MBA, the two, the combination, I feel like. Yes, results are important, but I really am also very, very interested in the in the whole person, um, you yeah. know, who am I question. So obviously a finance journal is not as worried about that, but it's definitely in the paper. So we'll see if it gets published well, or not. it's so unique, and what a contribution. I think yeah. it's great, and hopefully we'll see it out there. Thank yeah, you. Congratulations Thank you. on just sticking with it and keeping moving forward for our students. Try. We, we care about their success, right? Definitely. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming today and being on our podcast, and we'll definitely have you here again. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the UP Tech Talk podcast. Just a reminder that we post a new podcast every Friday morning, and you can find us at techtalk.up.edu.